Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. Our message today is based on the gospel for this day. Actually, I'm going to go back to last Sunday's gospel because it, the whole, in Mark chapter 7, it all kind of ties together. And what Jesus says in the gospel today was set up by what we heard last Sunday. So I'm going to read a portion of that as well as our gospel today as, as the text for our message. In Mark chapter 7, we read that Pharisees and some of the teachers of the law who had come from Jerusalem gathered around Jesus and saw some of his disciples eating food with hands that were unclean, that is, unwashed. The Pharisees and all the Jews don't eat unless they give their hands a ceremonial washing, holding to the tradition of the elders. So the Pharisees and the teachers of the law asked Jesus, why don't your disciples live according to the tradition of the elders instead of eating with food, eating their food with unclean hands? And so Jesus called the crowds to him and said, listen to me, everyone, and understand this. Nothing outside a man can make him unclean by going into him. Rather, it is what comes out of a man that makes him unclean. In the name of Jesus. I like the story of the young man who had the habit of continually criticizing other people as if he always knew better. He was with a group of people waiting for a bus. They were right outside the window of a taxidermist shop. And in the window was a rather large owl standing there. And the young man immediately began to criticize the taxidermist for the way he had put together that owl. The head is too big, the feet are not set properly, the coloring on the feathers was wrong, and he was going on and on, and then all of a sudden the owl turned his head, looked at him, and winked. And everyone laughed to his dismay. That's what the gospel lesson of Mark 7 is, is all about, last week and this week, about criticizing, about finding fault, about judging others. <clears throat> Unless we judge others as being judgmental, we need to take a look at ourselves because we're very good at it as well. Especially, it would seem, among Christians. We just love to point out where other people fail to live what we deem as the Christian life. How often haven't we heard or maybe said why if they were a good Christian, they wouldn't do that? We see the judgmentalism in Mark 7. The Pharisees prided themselves on how good they were, on how well they kept the laws of God, and therefore they were very quick to point out when other people failed <clears throat> to keep the law as well as they kept it. They were following what was referred to, and they referred to simply as the tradition of the elders. The tradition of the elders was a set of man-made rules, 640 of them, that they had developed, and they thought of it, it kind of like a fence around the commandments. The concept being, if you didn't break any of those 640 rules, you wouldn't break the commandments. The trouble is it didn't work that way. One of those 640 rules was that if you were out in the marketplace before you ate 
or did anything, you washed your hands all the way up to your elbows, and you washed the outside, not the inside, the outside of any pots or pans that you used. Now, they were not obeying their mother's dictum to say, did you wash your hands before you eat? They were not concerned with cleanliness as we would describe it or understand it. They were rather concerned with spiritual cleanliness. You see, they deemed themselves as being perfect. And therefore, if they came in contact with anyone else who was not as perfect as they were, they might be contaminated. You know, it was sort of like when we were kids, you didn't touch the other person because you might get the cooties from them. That kind of idea. Only this would make them spiritually unclean. And they didn't want that. That's what the washing was all about. And so they were quick to judge Jesus and his disciples when they noticed that the disciples were eating food without going through the whole ritual of washing their hands and the utensils they were using. And Jesus says, you hypocrites, do you not understand what you are, what you are doing? Jesus said, listen to me, everyone, understand this. Nothing outside a man can make him unclean by going into him. Rather, it's what comes out of a man that makes him unclean. For from within, out of men's hearts, comes evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, folly. All these evils come from inside and make a man unclean. The Pharisees had forgotten that our problem is not someone else. Our problem is not out there. Our problem is right inside of us. We're already corrupt on the inside. You can't get anything out of a garbage can except garbage. You have to clean the inside first before anything pure or wholesome can come out of it. Unless we think that this is just ancient history, let me remind you of how often we find the Pharisees in our own midst, or how often we are the Pharisees in our own midst, condemning others without taking a good look at ourselves. When we fall into this pharisaical role of condemning other people for not being what we think they should be, how quick we are when we see someone else's failures to condemn them. Good Christians wouldn't do that, we say. I wonder if they're really a Christian if they do that, we observe. Which raises the question, what makes a good Christian? How would you define a good Christian? Or better yet, are you a good Christian? What would you look at? What would you point to? To answer that question, would you say if they went to church every week they were a good Christian? Well, how about every other week? Well, if they prayed every day, well, how about every other day? Are they still a good Christian then? Or if they use their words improperly, saying things that they shouldn't, does that make them no longer a good Christian? The Pharisees defined a good person by looking on the outside, on whether they obeyed all the rules or not. And we have a tendency to do the same. By looking on the outside, 
to see how religious we are is a real problem. How good do you have to be before you are a good Christian? How about if you say some bad words or if you miss church once in a while? It's not those things. Or maybe if we do really bad things like adultery or stealing, if you do those things, then maybe you're not a good Christian anymore. And as soon as we make that observation, we're judging again. What would Jesus say to all that activity? He would say, you're a bunch of hypocrites. We are a bunch of hypocrites. Because if you want to find out what a person is all about, don't look at the outside. Look at the inside. And what do we find when we look inside of us? For from within, out of our hearts comes evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, folly. That's what we have on the inside. When we look on the inside, we discover that we are really all the same. We're all sinful. We're all corrupt. And we are trapped in our sinful deeds. Try as we might, we cannot free ourselves from the garbage can. Oh, we might try. We might try and convince other people that we're really pretty good, hoping that they will watch us. We might believe that if we can find someone who is worse than us, then that makes us look a lot better. I remember when I was a child, if I felt like I was, being, I was small, I would find someone to stand next to who was shorter than me, that I would be tall. Well, we do the same thing to other people when we judge one another. If you want to feel like you're a good person, find someone who's really bad, then makes you look really good. But it doesn't work. No sooner have we condemned someone else than we have also condemned ourselves. What we need is not just to try and clean up our act. What we need is to be cleansed on the inside. And that doesn't happen by our efforts. You see, you can't clean yourself on the inside. We are corrupt by sin. Sinful from birth. And because of that, we are unable to free ourselves. If we claim to be without sin, John writes, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If, he is, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. What makes a good Christian? Actually, we all are. Because you see, what makes a good Christian is Jesus not us. If we have been given faith in Jesus and we were given that in our baptism, if we have been sustained in faith and that happens as we are in the word and we receive the sacrament, if those are true, you are a good Christian because you have been cleansed of sin. You have been forgiven. <clears throat> you have made, been made holy before God. Anyone who has faith in Jesus is a good Christian, no matter how good or bad their life may look like. And if we're all good, if we are all forgiven, 
If we are all made righteous, then we don't need to judge other people. There is no need to find fault and criticize. We don't need to put others down to build ourselves up. God has already elevated us to the status of his forgiven children, heirs of salvation. And if we are the forgiven, redeemed children of God, and we are, then the only thing left in our lives is to simply do our Father's will. If we are made perfect by Christ, then let's live like it. If we are redeemed and made holy in Jesus' blood, then let's live like holy, redeemed people of God. Paul says in 2 Corinthians 5, the love of God leaves us no choice. Let's live who we are. We are little Christs. That's what the word Christian means. And as little Christs, we demonstrate to others what it means to be a follower of Jesus. Not to convince them how good we are, but rather to attract them to follow Jesus as well. Thanks be to God. We are good Christians by Jesus' grace. Let's live like it. In the name of Jesus, amen. And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in true faith unto life everlasting. Amen. We bring now our gifts and our offerings to our Lord. <clears throat>